My dear friend, Brother Lapino, always mocks me. He says, man, you cry at parades. And I said, you're probably right. You gave me a soldier and a star-spangled banner. You'd probably draw a tear. Boy, that was powerful. And uh, I haven't heard that song in a long time. That was a great blessing and very appropriate for the day. And always uh, a, tru a truth that the, the men have laid down their lives. How many soldiers in the room this morning? If you would stand, please. I know Brother Nugent's back there. Brother Nate, Tyler I saw upstairs. Jake, Luke. Let's see, who else am I missing here? Any ladies served? Let's give the guys a hand, all right? Take your Bible to uh, turn to the book of Ecclesiastes. Um, so you're going to have Psalms and then Proverbs, and then Ecclesiastes is tucked in here. I'll start reading for you in chapter 2 and verse number 1. We're going to read a few verses here if you'll follow along carefully uh, to the passage and, and give uh, attention to it, please. I said in my heart, go, go to now, and I will prove thee with mirth. Therefore, enjoy pleasure, and behold, this also is vanity. I said of laughter, it is mad and of mirth. What doeth it? I sought in mine heart to give myself unto wine. Yet acquainting mine heart with wisdom and to lay on hold, hold on folly till I might see what was that good for the sons of men which they should do under heaven all the days of their life. I made me great works. I builded me houses. I planted the vineyards. I made me gardens and orchards. And I planted trees in them of all kind of fruits. I made me pools of water to water wherewith the wood that bringeth forth trees I got me servants and maidens and servants born in my house, and I had great possessions of great and small cattle above all that were in Jerusalem before me. I gathered me also silver and gold, particularly uh, treasure of kings and of provinces. I got me singers and women singers, men singers and women singers, and the delights of the sons of men as musical instruments, and that all of sort. So I was great. And increased more than all that were before me in Jerusalem. Also my wisdom remained with me. And whatsoever my eyes desired, I kept not from them. I withheld not my heart from any joy. For my heart rejoiced in all my labor. And this was my portion of all my labor. Then I looked on all the works of my hands had wrought. And on the labor and I had labored to do. And behold, all was vanity and vexation of spirit. And there was no profit under the sun. I turned myself to behold wisdom and madness and folly. For what can the man do that cometh after the king, even that which hath been already done? Then I saw that wisdom excelleth folly, as far as light excelleth darkness. The wise man's eyes are in his head, but the fool walketh in darkness. And I myself perceived also that one event happeneth to them all. Then I said in my heart, as it happeneth to the fool, so it happeneth even to me. And why was I then more wise? Then I said in my heart that this also is vanity, for there is no remembrance of the wise more than of the fool forever. 
seeing that which is now is in the days to come shall all be forgotten. And how died the wise man as the fool? Therefore I hated life, because the work that is wrought under the sun is grievous for me, for all is vanity and vexation of spirit. Heavenly Father, thank you for the word of God and the wisest man to ever stand on this planet, walk this earth, never before like him and never once since. This man Solomon, as he looks at his life and sees the folly in it with everything that he would ever desire, he got. And yet we see the folly that he finds in it. Bless now this sermon, the message to thy honor and glory, please, in Jesus' name, amen. Life is unpredictable. We see a man of such great wealth and wisdom, yet we find that he still finds at the end of the day no satisfaction therein. It seems like all folly to him. In spite, he kept fulfilling dream after desire and then fantasies, everything. This is a man with 700 wives. Leave a thousand concubines on top of that. Nothing, nothing he found would bring him any satisfaction. Life is so unpredictable. We think all these things perhaps that would bring us to happiness, and yet we found a man that satisfied every appetite he ever had. Nothing stopped him. And yet we find that he speaks of his life as vanity and vexation of spirit. We find in our own lives, in, in places, things that, that just don't always make sense to us. I just think in high school, you, you have a guy that's quite popular, but he's not a very nice guy. And he'll, he'll date some sweet girl, and she'll just fall head over heels. And you're thinking, oh, sweet girl, don't do that. He's not a nice guy. We see that happen in life. We see good, godly people that are filled with challenges, tears, and heartaches. People that have done just things that are amazingly evil and sick, sinful and sick, and we think to ourselves, those people, those people should pay for this lifestyle. They, they, should, they should have some kind of bad outcome. And sometimes we, we find that you have an accident. And unfortunately, the drunkard walks away. I don't mean unfortunately, forgive me. But, un, but the drunkard walks away with few injuries, maybe none. But leaves behind a corpse of the one that he hit. I saw that happen with my sister-in-law. Betty and I were on vacation. I can't remember what state we were in. It was down south somewhere. We were on vacation. Went to church while we were on vacation at this church. Never, never been there before. And um, the pastor's wife had recently been killed by a drunk driver. Oh, it hurts me just to think about it. To see him with just a broken man, angry, Seemingly, nothing can be done. What's done is done. And we look at life and we see the unpredictability of it. We see this man that had everything. We think, boy, if I just had this ability to get all these things and I, I wouldn't have any problems in life, yet we find that the man that could do that found it to just be vain, found no satisfaction in it. Godly people that suffer. Pastor Wilkerson and Mrs. Wilkerson lost a 17-year-old son. I'm quite sure his name was Tyler. 
just in a random car accident. Lord, how is this godly couple suffer like this? Rick Finley, he'll be here for a missions conference. You, you won't want to miss a sermon of Rick Finley. Uh, one of my favorite preachers. I don't, I, don't, I don't know who I would say is my favorite, but he's, he's in that mix of just, he's just down to earth, and I just, I, I love Brother Finley, and you're going to enjoy him greatly. Brother Finley had grown up in a church, and as he got older, he became the pastor of that church. And when he became the cha this pastor, I just busted loose. I never heard of such stories of just cruelty to a pastor as to Rick Finley. It was just horrible. So much so that when they were having, I believe, the business being to vote on him, uh, they called the police. They had police there. It was a relatively large church, but it was just, it was so violent, so vicious. I believe it was after he got the call to be the pastor there. There was so much hatred towards him. He was um, falsely accused and turned in. And um, the government came and got two of his children. Took his children. I don't remember how many weeks he lost. He and Renee lost their kids because of this act of cruelty by somebody, even within a church. And I think of Rick Finley, and I think of the heartache and the heartbreak that he suffered. Such a good man. Brother Ken Ward, is there a guy that has a more upbeat attitude just day in, day out? For no apparent reason, Bryce. Stroke 11 years ago. has just been a, literally a shadow of the man that he once was. Now back in the hospital with... Just a lot of new things to face in life. Life is unpredictable. Life is fragile. Life falls apart. Things are fragile. I don't know what time it was. We were working here at the church. Betty and I were here last night working at the church. And I don't know. 8.30, I guess she went back to the kitchen to, I don't know, probably do something for today. And guess what? Things are fragile. It was the, I believe it was the um, thing that clears the water out, um, what do you call it, the purifier. It's in, it's in one of those rooms where the dishes are at, in the pantry. And it had sprung a leak, man, and it was spraying all over. And uh, so anyway, she came and got me, and uh, it, wasn't, it wasn't that big a deal. We mopped it up. But, she was saying, boy, thank the Lord we found it tonight because this would have been doing this all night long. We would have had a mess. And uh, so thank the Lord that she did cross it. But things break, right? you got things that break at your house. Life, life is fragile. Things are fragile. And they break at the most inopportune times sometimes. Life is short. And it's lived in vanity and pride often. You never can, or can be in control of your circumstances. I have for you this. Life is fragile. Life falls apart. Life is short. And filled with vanity and pride at times. You are never in control of life circumstances. You're never in control. 
Everything could be going as good as gold, and then in a moment, things can change. We're very fragile. Phone calls that we've received over the course of our life, and everybody else probably at my age has had the same thing happen. Different variety of things, but the phone calls that come, and all of a sudden, things that we had all together just busted apart. Things that we thought we had under control are no longer under control because things are fragile. The world says, buy alcohol, get drunk, have fun. Step two in that is equation, often is lose your insurance and your driver's license. Step three, sell your car, buy drugs and alcohol. Step four, you're calling Waypoint every morning to see if you can get a space in the homeless shelter. And I'll just t don't don't bother calling them uh, because they don't have any space. It's packed. It's amazing how life turns and falls apart. Eventually, people give up on possible happiness because things have broken up so badly in their life that they cannot figure it out. Sometimes people think they can control life. Christian man I worked with, just a good man, and um, I didn't. Our paths didn't cross often at work, but on occasions we would see each other. Always, always enjoyed it when I saw him. Had a chance to talk to a Christian at work occasionally, and just out of the blue, Christian wife. I mean, he. I'm telling you, Matt. He talked about his wife all the time. He just, he just adored her. I don't know. Some time went by. I hadn't seen him in a while. Happened to see him. His wife had run off with a Christian man that she met at work. Oh, my. Everything seemed so perfect in his life, and then all of a sudden it's just shattered by this event in his life. Some will try to take control of life, and if I control it, then my life will be smoother. We see these people. They stop at nothing to try to make sure everything is in their control. We look at our politicians and the thirst for power and control that they have become accustomed to and addicted to, you might even think quite possibly they are. They have no concern for the plight of American people at times, it seems, but they're certainly concerned about power, control. Ladies and gentlemen, the power, the control, all these things that you think you may gather in life, when you get up in the morning, you have no idea what a day will bring forth. Nobody, nobody is in control. There is only one, and that is God Almighty. And he already knows what is in your tomorrows. He already knows. All these things are under his control. People love to be in control. It's my life. I'll do what I wish. I'll do what I want. I've got everything together in my life, and all these things are what I desire, and I have control of my space. It's my life. Number one problem is God may give you control. He might just let you have it. He might just turn you loose and say, okay, you want, you want to be in charge of your life and you want to leave me out of it, God would say to you, go ahead. No, you don't want that to happen to you. Don't, don't do that. You leave God in control of your life. You trust in God 
the biggest problem you will face is that God may let you you do it your own way and you push aside the will of God, you push aside the word of God, you push aside the Christian life. You find that you God may let you be in control. You get to have all the dreams and plans that you think you have pulled together and you've got it. Parents, maybe sometimes you feel that way about your children, that you've got all their lives lined up and everything's all in order. And, you know, this, all this good outcome is going to happen in their life. And we leave God out of it. I would tell you this this morning. Pretend for a moment that everything you planned worked out exactly like you thought it would. And you had it all under control. Kids all followed what you wanted them to do. Everything, everything was in your control. And you got it all together. And you lived and died. And you had all, everything planned out. And... You felt like everything fell into place. We see this man, Solomon, that says such a thing. But everything fell into place for you. And you had it all, everything that you planned and felt like you had within your control, all happened. Christian, can I tell you something? When you get to heaven someday, you will look at all the things that you thought were under your control and that all worked out exactly the way you wanted to. And you will find when you get to heaven that you sacrificed beyond your imagination what an almighty God had planned for you. And you will have missed it because I've got it all together, Pastor. I got this together. I got that together. I, I'm in control of my life. I would tell you primarily that that's probably not going to happen for you, that it will all work out exactly the way you planned. It's likely not going to. Why? Because we're not in control. Things happen. And you'll find that things will slip away from you, even though you think you're in control. But primarily, if you could make it all happen, you would find out that the majority of your life was vanity and vexation, and you missed what God Almighty had for you. And you got a little sliver of goodness in your life that you could create, but yet you lost everything that God had for you if he would let you go. Thankfully, our God doesn't normally do that. He tries to draw us back to himself, back to his will, back to his way, so that he can bring the blessings of life to us and we can enjoy those things that God has for us. But folks, you let God be in control. You move him out of control. And you sacrifice so much. And you'll be out of God's will. Dreams generally that you manipulate never come to pass. Things that you lose, the blessings of God, wind up in bitterness. Let God have control of your life. Your life will be filled with so many things beyond what you could ever imagine. If there's a simple person in the room, it would be me. I'm a simple person. I can't believe what God's done with my life. It totally, just to, just to see what opportunities God has given me. I mean, this is a great thing that God has done in my life to allow me to pastor this wonderful church. But there's so many other things that I just I, are just unimaginable to me how God did them and why God did them. But he did. Boy, I'm glad I didn't shrink back and think, boy, I got it all together, God. Just leave me be. 
oh my, I can't imagine what I would have missed. Proverbs 3, 5, and 6, we know, we know what by heart, some of us. Trust in the Lord with all thine heart and lean not unto thine own understanding. In all thy ways acknowledge him and he shall direct thy path. Pastor, things are going great. My job secure, bills are paid, just paid off the car. Kids are healthy and strong. Grades are good. My wife and I get along great. Children are saved, grandchildren are saved, healthy, strong. All this is going this good. Trust in the Lord with all your heart and lead not unto your own understanding. In all thy ways acknowledge him and he shall direct thy path. Doesn't matter what it looks like right now. Be there then. Maybe this morning you say, Pastor, that's not me. I'm living a nightmare. Things couldn't go any worse. Job in the Bible said this, though he slay me, Yet will I trust him. If things just look horrible in your life, trust in the Lord with all your heart and lean not unto your own understanding. In all thy ways acknowledge him and he shall direct thy paths. If you're on top of the world, Proverbs 3, 5, and 6. If you're at the bottom, Proverbs 3, 5, and 6. Trust in the Lord with all thine heart. Romans eight twenty eight. we know pretty well. And we know that all things work together for good to them that love God and to them that are called according to to his purpose. Isaiah 41.10, Fear thou not, for I am with thee. Be not dismayed, for I am thy God. I will strengthen thee. Yea, I will help thee. Yea, I will uphold thee with the right hand of my righteousness. John 14, 1 through 3, Let not your heart be troubled. You believe in God, believe in me also. In my Father's house are many mansions. If it were not so, I would have told you. I go to prepare a place for you. And if I go... I will come again and receive you unto myself, that where I am, there ye may be also. Life is unpredictable. Life is fragile. We don't control life, and if we do, it will be in vain. Life is in God's control. Trust in the Lord with all thine heart, and lean not unto thine own understanding. In all thy ways acknowledge him, and he shall direct thy paths. The man that could satisfy every opportunity, every lust, every desire, everything, and he did it multiplied times, said it's all vexation and vanity. Trust in the Lord with all thine heart. If you're here this morning, I would tell you something. Life if without Christ, you may have a good life here in the United States of America. We're very blessed people in this country. You may have a good life. But Jesus said this in John 11, 25 and 26. He said unto her, I am the resurrection and the life. He that believeth in me, though he were dead, yet shall he live. And whosoever liveth and believeth in me shall never die. And then he says this, believest thou this? Do you believe that Jesus Christ is the son of God? You say, oh yeah, I do, pastor. Do you believe that he died on the cross for your sins? Oh yes, I do. Do you believe that you're a sinner? Well, I'm not sure about that one. Well, I think all of us are pretty sure about that one. We all know that. None of us are perfect. 
Jesus Christ is the resurrection and the life. Why don't you receive the life that he offers you? Put God in control of your life. Trust his son Jesus as your savior. You live in a Christian nation. We used to be called that. Don't miss out on Christ. That brings Christianity to every life. You need him in your life. Without him, your life is all vanity and vexation, satisfying appetites that can never be satisfied. Always something else until you find it's a wasted life. Give Christ your life. Follow the will of God. Trust him as your savior. In a moment, we'll have an invitation hymn. I'll be waiting down here for you. If you don't come down the altar, please, we're going, we're going to go eat food. Just, just come to me and say, I want to trust Christ. I need to know the Lord is my Savior. I'm not sure I'm on my way to heaven. How can I know that? Whatever I'm doing, it doesn't matter. If I'm eating, food will wait. I don't really need that much food anyway. Food will wait. I don't care what's going on. Interrupt. Don't leave here without the Lord Jesus Christ in your life. Let's all stand together, shall we? Every head bowed, every eye closed. Christians, I don't know what the Lord pricked your heart on. The altar's open. In a moment, we'll have our invitation right where you are, though now. Just come to the Lord right now. Just say, Lord, I want you in charge of my life. I want your will. The petty things that I desire are so worthless and all vanish away and are so fragile and gone. All of us are that way. We will be gone someday. Where will you be?